0: Last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now today we're going to continue discussing drug use and drug misuse. Given that we focused last week on the Citizens Assembly on drug use, which started at the weekend and returned to the topic yesterday. And today we're going to talk to a woman who is taking a very keen interest in the entire conversation because of what happened to her daughter, who became involved with drugs, became addicted and unfortunately who died in April 2017. Aileen Malone, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here today and for coming in to talk a little bit about your daughter, Dara. Tell us why you think it's important to talk about Dara.
1: Okay, well first, thanks very much, Matt, for giving me the opportunity to talk. I think it's really important to talk about Dara because I really want People to know, the people who have problematic drug use are real people. They're fully rounded humans. They have people who love them. They have loved, they love as well too. They have had lives. They continue to have lives. And their voices matter as well. Their voices are very important in this conversation. Dara um, was really intelligent. She was bright. She was quirky. She was sharp and funny. And she wrote... She wrote a blog called Degree of Uncertainty. She also wrote for Dublin Inquirer and she specifically wrote one article called Every Addict Has the Right to a Better Life and that was published in March 2016, just over a year before she died. She had strong opinions on on austerity because it was the austerity years mostly that she wrote about and on how policies, government policies, impacted further on down the line and particularly how they impacted vulnerable communities
0: The way you talk about it there Aileen very much indicates how much she was loved and is still loved and how did you cope with her addiction in the first place before having to cope with the tragedy of her loss
1: Ooh, It was heartbreaking absolutely really heartbreaking and so confusing as well too Hacker. She became so unreliable. You know, you'd ring, try and ring. She wouldn't answer the phone. You'd arrange to meet. She wouldn't turn up, and we didn't know. Um, yeah, we we tried our best. We tried an awful lot of things to help Dara, to help her get get the support she needed. But Dara then. Started to suffer from really bad mental health. She started self harming. She had anxiety, she had depression. She tried to take her life a few times. And it was incredibly stressful, incredibly difficult to deal with. And then when the services didn't seem to be there, the appropriate services at the appropriate times, it was, I mean, just shocking. Hard. What can you say? But this is the experience of most families who have problematic drug use in their midst.
0: That's what I was just about to ask you about. In the first place, sort of, how unexpected was it to you that you would actually have to deal with this for one of your children?
1: Oh, completely. Because we didn't have... Dara wasn't a troublemaker when she was a teenager. She wasn't. She... She studied, she had fun too. She played basketball, but she wasn't into drinking. She wasn't into makeup and clothes that much. A little bit into clothes, but in a quirky kind of a way, an individual to express her individuality. She loved music. Um, she loved the X-Files. She loved these kind of random kind of things. Um, she was a bit of a nerd, So, no, we didn't expect this at all. It was really unexpected for us.
0: How did she get into drugs and how did her addiction develop?
1: Um, I'm not quite sure exactly how she first got into drugs, but she did become part of the rave scene. And I know that herself and her friends used to go out at weekends and they'd go to raves all weekend. And obviously there were drugs then. And she was working at this stage, she was working in a good job in IT and they used to smoke heroin. Now, I didn't know this at the time, obviously, and I only found out about this years and years later when she told me. They used to smoke heroin on Sunday nights to come down so that they'd be able to go to work and do their work, their five-day week before the next weekend. And sadly, Dara became addicted, but some of her friends didn't and they just they managed not to and I don't know why that is, like it could be genetic, it could be some predisposition to addiction, it could be because I suspect looking back now and having learned more about neurodiversity that perhaps she had ADHD or Dara had said herself to me about uh, few months before she died, she sent me an email on adult diagnosis of autism and she wondered, was she on a spectrum or something? Or then, of course, there's the other things. You know, there was a certain amount of chaos in our background when she was young. Um, not desperately unusual stuff, but it was there. Um, we lived for a long time, eight years or so, we lived in a deprived area. Maybe it was that maybe it was just being different and not fitting in. I don't know. I don't know why she why it happened to her and not to others.
0: When did it become obvious to you that she had developed addiction to drugs?
1: It was other family members told us and we had become concerned at that stage because she had become unreliable, because she didn't appear right. What um, age would she have been at this stage? She was in her mid to late 20s. Yeah, yeah.
0: Another aspect of it been so unexpected, maybe that that would happen to your adult child.
1: Yeah, well, she was in her early 20s when she started going to raves. But do you know she was living away from home? She wasn't living with us. So, yeah, and it was other family members. And we did ask, we said, do, she need, do you need help? And of course, Dara being Dara, no, no, I'm fine. I can I can sort this. Don't worry. And it was only a few years later that she started looking for help.
0: That she came to you looking for mm-hmm.
1: help. Um, we tried our best, but also Dara being Dara, she researched all treatment options and decided, you know, what she wanted and what she didn't want.
0: Oh, how much help is there available? to somebody who is in the throes of addiction and also to family members who want to help and support their loved one?
1: Well, the main... I can't talk about all different drugs. And that's something, I think, too, that has to be highlighted. There is such a wide variety of drugs out there, which means there are many different ways of problematic drug use is apparent and how it affects people and how it can be treated so talking about problematic opioid use Dar used both opioid um, heroin and um, benzodiazepines benzos which are tranquilizers like Valium and stuff so she after a number of attempts she did stabilise on a methadone um, maintenance programme and but that was in the community, and she went. She got methadone, and she also then received counselling as well too. But also during that time, she also was having her mental health issues, and she was treated by a psychiatric inpatient unit and was admitted a number of times, and they also helped her with uh, DBT it's CBT, which one did she get? Cognitive, sorry, CBT Cognitive Behavioural therapy. therapy Yeah, and that did help and also counselling.
0: Aileen, do you think were her mental health issues caused by the use of the drugs or were they there exacerbated by taking two drugs?
1: They were always there she always was she thought an awful lot, she she did have a she was anxious on occasion, always as a child, always so that anxiety was always there, and she had said when she was studying in Trinity that um she found it difficult to do exams and things because her anxiety levels would become so high, so that was there, but um later on then when she Reduced her use of methadone and benzos in order to deal with her anxiety. She used to smoke a lot of weed. Now, the weed she was obtaining was from the street and an awful lot of it was very high potency. And that did affect her mental health.
0: And that brings us to a couple of things which I think are very relevant to the mm-hmm. discussion going on in the Citizens Assembly at present. Because two of the things that I think that you are keen to emphasise, one is the decriminalisation because you don't believe that somebody who has an addiction issue, which is a health issue, should have a criminal record as a result of consuming drugs. The other thing is the regulation of things such as cannabis mm-hmm. so that people who are using know what it is they're using and the strength and potency of it. Exactly,
1: yes. And with regulation as well as like control of the supply and of the of the type of whatever is in the drug, um, you also have then more control over who can access it so that hopefully then um, we know that teenagers are particularly vulnerable to when they smoke weed and that perhaps you know, that would be controlled as well to access to younger people.
0: Did you feel that Dara was treated like a criminal rather than as somebody suffering from major health issues?
1: Um On the whole, by the health services, she was treated as somebody who needed help. I suppose generally she was, but obviously when that video was shared Yeah, And
0: I I want to bring this up as sensitively as possible because there may be people who are aware of it because in 2017 she suffered a psychotic incident Mm -hmm. and she ran down Harkwood Street naked and somebody videoed it and then a guard who was subsequently suspended and then who left the force put it online which was just utterly disgraceful Mm -hmm. behaviour to happen. And I can only imagine that that caused you distress as well as obviously causing Dara enormous distress as well.
1: Yeah, that devastated our family. It was like a bomb going off in the family. Yeah, um, it was horrendous and I haven't completely come to terms with that. And I suspect that I never will because yeah just even start to imagine how she must have felt when she realized there was hundreds of thousands of views and also the comments and that that were put underneath it expressing pity or scorn or just abuse so yeah that was that was bad very bad
0: for all the people who are kind there are a lot of people who are very unkind and unsympathetic to people who were addicted to drugs.
1: Yeah. Oh, and also have to correct you, she didn't run down Harker Street, she walked. Okay. And yeah, she just walked normally as if, like, it was just a normal day, as if she had just forgotten to put her clothes on.
0: She died a few days later.
1: She did, she drowned. She drowned in Loch Derg in Tipperary. She'd gone down to Tipperary to stay with her friend.
0: Again, the shock of that must have been just unbearable, almost.
1: Yeah, but we were lucky. Um, In many what way? many people came around us. Dara had written something. Um, oh, I hope I can remember it properly. We are all like a flock of starlings, creating intricate, amazing patterns. Um, This is the, oh, we're all like a flock of starlings, creating intricate, amazing patterns in the sky. This is the Ireland I want to see. Oh, something else about supporting each other um, where nobody, where no one is allowed to become lost and nobody is homeless. She wrote that in September 2016 or something quite like that. Okay. <laughs> and and I say echoing then her words, people came around us and people supported us. What do you
0: hope will come out of this Citizens' Assembly? Oh, I mean, I know you watched it over the weekend, didn't you, the first weekend of work? I did, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was greatly encouraged, particularly by the first day and by the quality of questions that the participants of the Citizens' Assembly uh, were asking it was obvious that a great deal of attention and thought was being given and I'm really heartened by that. And empathy? Yes, empathy as well. I'm hopeful that this Citizens Assembly will enable us to have an honest discussion about drug use. Um, We have a certain amount of hypocrisy in this country, like we have illegal drugs which are alcohol and nicotine which cause a huge amount of harm as well too. Um, but we need to talk, we need to talk more about drugs, to be honest about them, um, that we'll gain a better understanding of drug use and about people who use drugs and realise that they are human beings who have, through many varied routes and for many varied reasons, become addicted and that they are deserving of help and support rather than of criminalisation. There's many different types of drug users, from occasional users of cannabis to those with serious problematic drug use. Um, What else would I like? Yeah, the people I loved were not criminals. They were beautiful people. Because I've known, Dari is not the only person I know who has tried dry (laughs) who has died as a result of drug use.
0: Well, hopefully the Citizens' Assembly will be hearing all sorts of voices and will be hearing the official positions that have been adopted by the state over the years as well as new ways of thinking. And then the members who have been put together, chaired by Paul Reid, will produce their report later in the year. And as more information is discussed in future weekends, we'll continue following it here on The Last Word. Aileen Malone, thank you very much for taking the time to come in and to talk about your experience and to remember your daughter, Dara. Thank
1: you. Okay, thanks very much, Matt. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4:30.